Hey, you. Welcome you to re- Bonehead. <laughs> so, I'm are just, we recording? Are we recording? Yeah, we're you recording. You record, is recording? Is this I, on? Yeah. I, uh, are, are, you, are you sure you're recording? I just want to apologize to you because my kid got a two-hour power nap about three hours ago as we're recording this, and he's going to be coming out guns blazing up above us. So there you just uh, so you know. I heard it. Did you hear him now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's having a good time. It turns out the Paw Patrol are stopping that dinosaur from attacking the lookout tower. Yeah. He's living his best life. Yeah. So we're doing animal movies. Yeah. And it was kind (laughs) of a combination. strong people. Well, yeah. And it was, it was kind of a, we were, (laughs) we were going to go, we were going to do pet movies. And then we're like, do we dog movies? And then we're just like, oh, we'll just do animal movies, even though. Every single one of mine involves a pet. But we've so, talked talking animal movies for Bonehead Weekly Fun Size. Yeah. And, and then we, this, then I think that's where we put this on our list of going, we could talk about this for hours. And it turns out we might struggle a little bit. <laughs> well, and listen, folks, we have given you multiple. I mean, this is episode 183. At this point, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, we're just grabbing at straws here, folks. Grabbing at straws, trying to hit that magic 200 so we can all walk away and eat a bullet or whatever it is you all want to do. I don't know what your exit strategy is. I mean, I hadn't thought about it, but now that you mentioned it, what flavor is the bullet? Delicious caramel. <laughs> lead is <it> car- caramel. <laughs> is it a lead caramello? It's a lead caramello. Oh, so it's liquid. I smell good and smoke. I don't know, but okay. So Chad, you're like the old yeller. He's a good uh, dog yeller. He's the uh, best doggone dog in the fucking West. So just so you know, before Joe hit record, I'm pretty sure James, that's what that's yeah. Who wrote that for Disney? I don't. Is that a Disney James, picture? James, look it up while I set it up. Um, it's a novel, Joe. Yeah, it's no. So novel. Right before Joe hit record, not when I watched it. <laughs> yeah, I never read it. I never read oh, it. God. Uh, but I. Uh, James mentioned right before Joe hit record, are we going to talk about Old Yeller? And that's where I, I don't, I'm, I freely admit that I hate Old Yeller. I have never cared for it. I think it is just absolute garbage. I don't care. It's about got the Gregory Peck. At the very end. No, I guess it doesn't, does it? I was Which say, one am it? I thinking about that has Gregory Peck with a kid? The Omen? No. <laughs> yeah, yep, the that omen. does have a dog though. The famous pet movie, The Omen. That's by the way, does have some dogs in it. In all, in defense of Old Yeller, it does have Tommy Kirk. Which one's that? Is that the guy who comes up and like eats all the food? I don't know who that is. Oh, the big guy. Yeah, that's it. Is like is yo little boys do know when it's time to eat? Yes, man. Holy shit! Look it up. I think that's actually the line. I think that Uh, is. By the the way, Old Yeller. For those that don't know and want to actually read the book, is uh, uh, don't watch it. It's slow. It was written by Fred Gibson. That's not Gibson. It's G I P S O N. Gibson. Gibson. He did not die until nineteen seventy three. So he He outlived Old Yeller. He did outlive Old Yeller. Um, He also was known for writing just evidently a couple different types of books about dogs, including his uh, 1947 work, Hound Dog Man. Um, So uh, there you go. Uh, Just FYI, there is uh, the the old yeller was his award winning. It won the Newbery. Uh, That book won the Newbery? Yes, and it has two sequels. Oh my God. Thinking, why haven't they made these sequels? Because if you've read the novel, and I'll be honest, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Does the movie end with him finding out Old Yeller had puppies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, okay. He actually, he actually has one. He has the puppy in his yes. hands. He has one of the, well, he gets uh, his, his friend is the one uh, owns the dog that the puppies came from. Yeah. The love interest who's not really a love interest in the movie. Yeah. Um, Old Yeller does have two sequels as a novel Savage Sam. <laughs> was it one of the puppies or did the shark come back or to the this... jamaica to get revenge on the family that killed the shark the story of the son of old yeller oh savage set, sam it remains set in texas is he still an egg sucker because old yeller um, was an egg sucker uh no google it, was... it old yeller sucked eggs 
well, and you did not want to be a from all I can from what all I have learned from wagon train. You did not want to be a dog who sucked eggs in the old west. Well, here's the plot to Savage Sam. So if you if you're thinking I need to cash it on Disney movie, maybe you're going to try to pitch them something for Disney Plus. You can pitch on Savage Sam. Here's the plot. He's old Yeller's son. He is a blue tick coonhound. He's every bit as courageous as his father because he, that's genetic. But uh, it would be harder to adapt now because the plot is that they, the um, Travis and Arliss Coates and Elizabeth Searcy are all taken captive by the Apache and Comanche. And they, the, the father teams up with some neighboring men to go searching for them. Uh, and and the dog somehow helps because they he has a keen sense of smell and can track them. So that is the first sequel. So that came out in uh, 1962. And I know what you're thinking. Well, he followed that up after the movie came out, and he sure did. How long would it take him to make this a trilogy? Well, good news. It only took him till uh, 1978. Um and by the way, it was. Why was published. there a pause on seventy-eight? Well, if you listened to me earlier, when did he die, Joe? I'm sorry, you've been talking for years. He died in 1972. Holy little, cow! Little Arliss was cobbled together from his papers, uh, and it actually is the story of another. It's connected to Old Yeller, but it's actually the story of Arliss Coates, who was 12 years old. His old, her older brother. I'm sorry. Um, his older brother, sorry, it's Arliss Coates, his male, sorry. His older brother is Travis, who was in the original Old Yellers. So it's the ongoing story of the family, and there's horses involved and whatnot. But there you go. So just if you didn't know it, if you're going to talk about Old Yeller, I want to give credit to the person who actually wrote it, which was not Walt Disney. Give credit well, to the original I, Now author. let's get back to why Chad shitting on it. What's wrong with Old Yeller? I mean, I, it's a Disney movie. But it had he. I, you got to give him credit. They stuck to the end and shot Old Yeller. They, I'll give him that. But it was you know, especially for that time. They murdered him. They in murdered his sleep. him in his face. In his face. They shot him in his face hole. I, I just always had a whole problem with it. It was way over dramatic than what it needed to be. It was one of those typical Disney. You ever seen Marley and, and Me? I no. prefer. I haven't either. By the way. <laughs> I have. Uh, James tells me that the that when they kill Marley at the end, when they when they hired assassin, because that's <laughs> yeah. what you do. When that would have been a better movie. Have a, like, no, you you hire Owen a vet Wilson, assassin. It would have been better if Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston walked into an office and Antonio Banderas was there, or uh, what's his name from No Country for Old Men. I no 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 no. I want uh, Javier Bardem. Yeah, that's I a good him, one. He has the tank. Party, and I literally just want him to say, I will do this for you. Or he looks at Marley and flips a quarter and says, pick. <laughs> How much have you ever risked on a bowl of yeah. puppy chow? All right. All right. So Old so, Yeller is a faithful adaptation. I have no idea. I've I never know. read the book. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it in years. That's one I enjoyed as a kid. And by the way, when I was thinking about Gregory Peck, it, I had to Google it. It's the yearling. Which is about a, a damned horse. deer. Deer. Oh, it's a deer. Not I'm even sorry. close to old yeller. Well, like kind of. Oh, you're giving me not close to old yeller. He said a deer was a horse. What was the last time you rode a deer? Oddly don't. enough, three weeks ago. I don't know things. The yearling. It was a deer. But so a deer. and where the Redford grows. Did either one of you all watch that? I, yeah. don't, I don't think I think I watched I think I watched Shiloh, but I did not watch Redfern Grows. Now one of the dogs makes it out of that though, right? Do I remember that correctly? Well, yeah, but he's got to go back for the sequel to find the people who killed. I don't actually remember how the word the Redfern Grows is. <laughs> I don't, I, and thinking back on it, I doubt that I'd enjoy it now. It's on, and the sequel's available too, right? The yeah. way the Redfern Grows too. So. Before let's go ahead and get started because there's one I want to talk about and and yeah. I normally don't do this I normally don't do this but now there's a movie that 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 my partner my wife loves and I'm going to talk about it now it's something that she watches if she's in a down down spot it cheers her up I'm about to ruin it for her Hellraiser and uh, yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> now Hellraiser is a little upbeat <laughs> it, it means. The reason it's upbeat is, well, at least there's an afterlife. That's true. 
anyway, sorry. You just rot in the ground. You just rot in the ground. By the way, I, I know we've left Old Yeller behind, but I do want to give credit. One of my favorite family guys of all time. Old Yeller, you get that message for me? Oh, yeah. Accidentally deleted that. So there was a Japanese film that was later re-released in the States with an American version called The Adventures of Milo and Otis. And they cut the film from the original Japanese version down to what we would call an Americanized version, which they took a lot of the peril, some of the more hurt things, some of that. They added the wonderful Dudley Moore's uh, voice narration over it. And it was a big hit in 89. Okay, this is where I want you, <laughs> I never say this, but if you love Milo and Otis, this is where you should turn this off. Just jump ahead until you see. Uh, I will spend the next four minutes about it, but I am completely serious. I don't know after researching this that I ever want to watch Milo and Otis again. Okay. And this is a magical film for several people I've met over my life. I am warning you for the last time. Just skip ahead five minutes. Okay. You've been warned. Guys, it seems that the Japanese don't necessarily have all the safety precautions set for yeah. filmmaking. Right. I've heard Keep going. Yeah. Cause I've heard all of these stories and yeah. Have you heard them all about Milo and Otis? Uh, maybe not all of them, but I know. Uh, so for example, I had a friend, who uh well they were twins not my brothers another set of twins who uh loved this movie as well they watched it frequently and i knew that i knew some of the history about it and i told them about the history and they have hated me ever since they can't watch the movie anymore <laughs> it, i i i'm about to tell you all i'm yeah. serious if you haven't turned it off and you love my own notice and I get it, I get it. I don't want to know. So there's certain things that I like as a whole as a movie that I won't watch again, like cannibal Holocaust. I've even met the director. I just won't watch the shit again. It's actually a well-made movie, but there's animal abuse in it. I just won't watch it. Okay. When the kitten goes off the hundred foot cliff, that was a real kitten. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go through how many dogs and cats died in Milo and Otis. They actually fed Otis to that bear that he fights the bear. They fed him to that bear. That dog didn't make it. Here's the death count. They drowned five cats. Yep. Four of the cats, more cats were mauled. Two cats got pecked to death. One cat swallowed whole by a snake. Three drowned dogs, two mauled dogs, and one pupsicle. Now, do you know at the first of the movie, the little kitten Milo or whatever, one of the kittens is it's it's trying to get its legs and it's walking funny. You know, I was saying, they, that's what I was waiting for you to bring up. I was gonna make sure you brought that up because that's mine that always gets me. Did you oh so you knew about all this? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't knew know about, about the, any of this shit. I see, I knew about oh, the drownings. I didn't know about them throwing the cat off the cliff. Oh, the, Chad, in, I'm not done. Snake, I'm not snake. done. I didn't know about the snake. I'm not done. You know how they got that wonderful effect of him not being able to walk? They broke his damn paw, Chad. Oh, my the kitten God. was intentionally to make it look like it was unsteady. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. I don't want to. What kind what? of jacked up freak does that to a kitten? He hires somebody else who's jacked up to do it. I get it. By, by the way, though, it has nothing on Ben Hur. I've been heard they killed over a hundred horses. Yeah, yeah. over a hundred horses were killed. killed and they never bothered of... to call a vet to see if they could fix the horses. It was, oh, it's limp and shoot it. And honestly, that was the snow buddy's excuse too. Milo and Otis was worse. <laughs> by the way, if you don't know what snow buddies is, look up the, 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 the movie snow buddies and see how many of those dogs died. <laughs> really? During the making of it? Oh yeah. Intentionally? uh it was a disease of some sort oh well that's different oh no it could have, if you know you read into it it could have been avoided <laughs> they could have oh. saved those dogs they said no we're shooting this movie well i mean it is snow buddies i mean yeah. it's, it's not like they don't have 11 10 oscars not the 11 that ben hur got for the yeah. killing a hundred horses a hundred but yeah the kitten breaking the paw so i'm going to end all that there 
and I'm not going to say any more because until I knew this, I'm glad neither one of you have told me this. Christy, you can start listening again. Yeah. Uh, Boy, so didn't I, you love Milo and Otis? Those those scenes sure did look realistic. They sure did look like they were in peril. <laughs> I can hold on, hold on. Let me move to Body Python and the Holy Grail. I can handle a little bit of peril. No, you can't. It's much too perilous. <laughs> All right. Who's up? Uh, so, uh, all right, I'm going to switch because uh, I want to. I want to start this with a question because this is something we've never talked about. So, you know, there have been movies where I know it's, you. It's confusing, but babies come out of vaginas. Really? No. Okay. Whew. Don't no. ever scare me like that because no. I've done years no. of study. It's like, Chad. It's like watching your favorite pub burn down. Oh well, yeah. I watched the Cabbage Patch Kids Christmas special repeatedly to to study up on this. So you can't. Don't do that to me, okay? Got it. Anyway, I was created so, in a lab. I had a womb with a view. You know, there's been, there's been plenty of movies. Oh, my God. It was written <laughs> in a womb with a view. It was, oh, God, I have a joke. Go ahead. No, but funny. there's been there's been plenty of times. I machine in, like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> there's been plenty of times in history where two movies have came out the same year that pretty much cover the same topic. So the biggest example, Armageddon Deep Impact. You know, we could we could do a whole list of these no, types of movies. I just did this. I just did this for Scarefest. Underwater horror films or creature yeah. features. Leviathan, Deep Star Six, and The Abyss. All came out the same year, right? All came out in 89 within about eight months of one another. Funny that you mentioned 89 because the two movies I'm going to talk about came out in 89. <laughs> so I want your opinions. I know exactly what they are. Canine or Turner and Hooch? Okay, so I actually watched both of these in the theater. Okay. Is it hard I, for you? Yeah, well, here Turner and Hooch is a better movie. It has Tom Hanks. I, but I enjoyed K-9 when I was a kid. Okay. I haven't James, seen it in a long time. I've seen Turner and Hooch since I've seen K-9. What about you, James? Did you have a preference? Um, hold on. I, I, I'm double checking something because I've got to make sure I have my year right. I didn't if you're thinking of Top Dog, it, they both came out. If you're thinking of Top Dog, that came out in 1995. Now I was thinking Chuck Norris of, always being of, late. Yeah. I was gonna jump forward two years because I prefer um a later film, 1991's Bingo. Yeah, which came out the same year as oh uh because it also had another dog movie that competed. Do you know what it is? I'm blanking I, on it. Beethoven. That's right. And I saw both of those because of my younger sister, and I preferred Bingo over Beethoven. Hold on, Did you, do you prefer you preferred bingo well wait that's not even in part of this question because it's about a runaway circus dog who befriends a young boy i'm talking yeah, about yeah. Buddy dog cop. movies i'm talking about buddy cop dog movies well you i mean two which one do you prefer chad oh me i'm canine 100 how I are you canine i have what i watched canine repeatedly when i was a kid oh i loved it i always loved that he rented the car just to crash into the place at the first of the movie exactly even in 89 i was uh 11 years old i thought that was awesome yeah that's amazing <laughs> total uh, disregard and it has ed o'neill i completely agree with you that turner and hooch is a is a higher quality film it's a yeah it's a better but canine is so much more entertaining for me i haven't, I haven't seen either of those festering piles of dog snot in so long i can't, can't comment. oh shut your horse mouth They're well now great. at least at least turner and hooch killed off hooch at least they could and you know they did have the cop out of a canine did get shot yeah but he took him into a hospital and he spoilers it's on yeah. netflix by the way people if you'd like all oh, oh, is the it whole, the whole i'm not canine, gonna watch it but thank you the whole Are there canine more canine series. movies oh dude there's canine i bet glenn has watched all that shit oh yeah he's watched canine oh my god he has it. masturbated to the sequels to canine that's right up his alley there's at least three or no two two sequels and they kind of follow the uh lethal weapon series because the last one is about they're both re old and re they're both cut the dog and, and jim belushi is jim belushi old. in all of them he's in every single one joe okay do you know the original the dog the original dogs his name was jerry lee right in, in the movie yes oh shoot i actually knew his name and i forgot it it, started it is um rando rando um yeah uh oh what, what was i gonna say uh shit oh yeah joe there's k911 and k9pi 
All right. I All have of which are on Netflix. This. I had a friend in grade school and I was obsessed with movies even when I was 11. And I had found out that the Jerry's Lee's real name was Blob because I would got to Rando. Rando. And before E, it was something else. E Entertainment Network, it was called something else. And they did a special and he had his real name on it. And I told the kid at school and he goes, that's not his real name. His real name's Jerry Lee. And I said, no, it's the other thing. He goes, the poster said Jerry Lee is himself. Oy. This is an argument that an 11-year-old yeah. argued. I, and it stuck in my brain. And I was right. Yeah. But yeah Fuck I'm, him. I'm, I would I'm kick him of... in his 11-year-old penis. <laughs> There's just something. Balls. I meant to say balls. Penis balls. I, I don't know. I, don't I think... think either one of those makes it better, Joe. <laughs> it's, he's a doctor now. <laughs> hopefully not a doctor of music history <laughs> oh yeah but no i just i really preferred canine because i it was more slapstick to me have you watched yeah it is more slapstick. Uh, you watched I, I, watched, I actually watched canine a couple of weeks ago it was on it like i said it's on netflix and i decided to give it a watch because i had not watched it since i was a teenager and and it, it may be nostalgia for me but I really loved it. I like, I honestly, I, I like Turner and Hooch. If it's on, I'll watch a few minutes of it. As, good, K, as will I. Canine's never on if you're flipping it through the channels. And I didn't realize it was directed by, uh, by Rod Daniel, the guy who directed Teen Wolf. And uh, Beethoven, he also, oddly enough, directed a Beethoven movie. But, yeah, um, we all Beethoven did. second. But yeah, I just... It was the Jim Belushi's interactions with with Jerry Lee. I'm gonna call him Jerry Lee instead of Rando because I don't like the name Rando. He's he's fights him on the ground. There's a great gag scene with them and Jelly Donuts. I mean, it's just every and then Turner and Hooch is is way too serious for me. I don't know. It's just but it has Craig T. Nelson as this the one, villain. Spoiler alert. This one has Kevin Ty as the villain, and also has a Pruitt Taylor Vince. In the, the epic scene in the pool hall with the pool ball. It's been a and, long time, man. Oh, my God. Um, and then also, uh, I'm looking up the names. Uh, briefly, for one for about two minutes total, you get to see a very young William Sadler. Oh, yeah, Bill Sadler. Uh, he plays a car salesman. He has and also you, said no to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know in you asked In all fairness, him. if we stack up Buddy, everybody says I, no. If I told you all how many times I reached this, James was talking the other day about his, 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 and I said, no, I got that beat. I got that beat. Yeah. By the way, the new trend, uh, and, and I don't know if I should say this on air, but I'm going to. The new trend that I'm getting is, yeah, I didn't do podcasts for a while. And then I said, I'd do them. And now I've done about 10 of them and I want to break yeah, I got that from Mark Pellington uh, this week. My answer back from Mark Pellington was, I got to take a break from podcasts. Yeah. yeah that's, he also, Arlington it. Road is going to series, and I think he's got something to do with that. So, uh, I mean, one one does. Uh, by the way, if I, you know, if we, if, if somebody offered me money, I'd probably take it. So, and we don't offer money. <laughs> Shit, James, thank you. If I you mean, offered me a hundred dollar bill, and said, "Here's this hundred dollars." I'm you just saying, would take the hundred dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, given the option between making money, between which they not may get, taking the money, and then not making money by doing our show, <laughs> because I don't know if people out in listener world know this, but we don't pay people. We don't. We don't make anything. We've we never paid money. anybody. We've never paid anybody. We lose money. Yep. All right. So yeah, I'm done. I'm done. So just to recap, both Joe and I like canine over turner and hooch i don't and know he, that i like it over turner and Hooch. you like it better than turner and hooch just go with me and james gives a non-answer i it was not a non-answer i prefer bingo i don't care that you put the year restriction on i don't care that you put the cop dog bingo could have been a cop dog he could do math he could play pinball chad does any of your dogs play pinball the Can specific the specific question even though I didn't word it that way, but I'm sure any listener, all 30 of them who listen to us, if you, which buddy cop dog movie do you prefer? And James says, bingo. Bingo. <laughs> was, a- I have been fighting not to say was his name Oh, for five <laughs> minutes. For listen, five minutes, it's like, bingo. Hair, what is it? A hair, uh, something in a haircut, two oh, bits. bits. I was going to do it. But I was so mad by James's answer, I did not do it. I'm like, no, I'm not giving him the satisfaction. <laughs> Bingo, so, sir. 
I will yes. give him that bingo. Bingo does have Kurt Fuller in it. It also the has only Sid- man, the only man who could deliver the line jockass and make it awesome. It also has Susie Plaxon, who also had-, had a big year in '89. But we've already talked about on the show that 1989 is the center of all film. Susie Plaxon? Oh, yeah, Susie Plaxon. All right, yeah. James. You go, man. Yo, What's I'm your stealing br- pile of rat turds animal movie? Yeah, I'm going to bring up one that my kids love, and so I've seen several times, and, and I appreciate it for what it is, and no animals were harmed in the making of it. I refer to, of course, The Secret Life of Pets. Uh, okay, I've never seen the first one, but my son is up because the second one is on Netflix. Yeah. He watches it once a week, and it's actually, I, I don't know how the first one is, but the second one's not bad. I mean, the only that if you like, I the enjoyed the first one. one. If you like, I've never seen one, it. I've just seen the second one. I saw both of them in theaters. Uh, that theaters, by the way, were where people used to be able to go. Yeah. But I saw both of them in theaters with my Time children. Out. Time out, Joe. Ask me which one do I prefer, the first or the second one? Which one do you prefer? I knew where this was going. Ants. Okay, good. That's a good answer. Ants Shave a good and answer. a haircut. Two bits. <laughs> no. Uh, so All anyway, right. No, I do not prefer of, Ants over a Bug's Life. I don't Secret either. Secret Life of Pets. Uh, ants has a couple of lines I love, though. But anyway. No, um, you would reply. Uh, you would pre- 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 reply. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I've been trying to. But that, would be his, that would be his reply. Fuck it. That's, Secret that Life sounds of like Pets. James to me. James, Joe, James would have replied, I like Dr. Shivago. There, I said it. Uh, I thought he was going to Seuss. Doctor, uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> Secret Life of Pets, Joe, if you like the second one, you'll like the first one. I mean, uh, ignore James, the fact that it's the okay. dog, ignore the fact that the dog's voice mysteriously changes and don't ask any questions why that voice change happens. But other than that, I actually kind of prefer Pat Oswalt. Oh, Ben really? Oswald isn't the voice in the first one. Who's the voice? No, Louis in the first C.K. Time? is. No, it's uh, I don't Louis know. Louis C.K. Happened. is. Nothing happened, yeah. Joe. Oh don't man, what happened to Louis? Don't nothing happened. I I don't know did luck is Lucky Louis still on HBO? <laughs> um. Anyway, he's, it's he's on HBO to, Max. He's <laughs> back to he's back to performing sold out shows. So well, uh, yeah, he's a funny dude. Uh, that being said, uh, so, no, Secret Life of Pets, one of the, the first movie actually has a little bit of heart. One of the things that they wanted to add, because originally when it was pitched, it was just going to look at what do these pets do when their owners are away? And it was going to be more or less a series of skits, if you will. But then they wanted it to actually have some commentary. So the first movie, and it's alluded to in the second movie, though it's not as, as much of a plot, obviously, is um, the, the, the flushed away pets these pets that people wanted for a while and then realized they were high maintenance and they got rid of them and they hate humans because they were never wanted. And so that first part in the movie, they added that because they wanted it to have a little bit of commentary about what all that means. So uh, no secret life of pets. I mean, they're, they've got heart to them. And no, Joe, I agree with you. They're not the citizen Kane, but they are entertaining. Films. No, I, no, I, I actually agree with you. I, I, like I said, the second one, listen, if he picks that or the emoji movie, I'm picking the Secret Life of Pets. Too. Oh yeah! Oh god, the emoji yeah. movie. And thank God, by the way, he only watched like 30 minutes of it. Has never asked for any of that ever again. Yeah, yeah same yeah, with my a, kids. That's a rough sell. But yeah. no, yeah, I, I really and you know, uh, Secret Life of Pets. Granted, I am a fan of his, but Secret Life of Pets is actually what made me look more into Kevin Hart. I just liked his performance in it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It's a great, that's a great one to add to the list. Uh, everything about it. Uh, I will say this about Pat Oswald uh, in terms of the performances. I liked him in the second one because he has more range. It just seemed like Louis CK was reading the script. He wasn't really yeah. delivering any, anything to that movie other than just reading the lines. The only yeah. thing off putting about Pat Oswald, and I did not know that they replaced him is that he will always be Remy to me. And, and and it's probably slightly unfortunate, but I mean he's Rat- he's in Remy and Ratatouille, and I always hear his voice and I think of Remy. Plus, my kid loves Ratatouille, so. Hmm. All right, I'm up next. Go for it. Uh, it took me a second because there was okay. For example, we were talking about all of these. I would love to talk about, um, but I've already talked about them. Like I'd like to talk about Babe or Inc- Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, but we've already talked about them on the show. This one we haven't really talked about, and it's my favorite, favorite Christopher Guest film, Best in Show. 
good film yeah if you've never seen best in show christopher guest makes these movies usually written with june eugene levy where they have a basic structure and the rest of the movies improvise the dialogue, the interactions. They're always usually, well, Fred Willard's now passed, but it's got Catherine O'Hara, Fred Willard, Eugene Levy. Uh, and they're, they're usually shot in a documentary style. They're shot in documentary style. Some of them are very good. Bob Balaban, Michael McCann. I was trying, I was trying to look and see who I was missing, but my favorite of all of those, I don't know about you all gentlemen is best Same in here. show. Same here, I, you know. Christopher so, Guest actually gives what I consider a damn near an Academy Award-winning performance in that film. I, I agree he is with another you. human being in that movie. I agree with you. I think a lot of people talk about waiting for Guthman, and that's fun, uh, especially fun. if you know anything about theater. Yeah, it's fun, but yeah, in terms of community theater, in terms of the performances and the comedy. I really prefer Best in Show. Well, Best in Show has a hell of a heart to it. Like, it there's does. the Mighty Wind. I enjoy it. The music's good, but it doesn't. Yeah. There's a Best in Show, and you start rooting for some of these people. Yeah, it's, you're it, rooting it, for Eugene Levy, and his two left feet. Right? Isn't he have two left feet in that film for some? See, I was actually, I was actually, and it's kind of funny you say that because I was actually rooting for Christopher Guest in that you movie. root for yeah you root for all of them. Uh, the, the only no the only one i wasn't rooting for is um oh help me with her name uh oh my god um the house of yes uh parker posey parker posey yeah parker uh, posey i'm so sorry that's who i left out of this parker posey yeah. always good so christopher guest is probably one of the best character actors god ever created however yeah. i have seen him interviewed and i'm pretty sure i wouldn't want to spend an hour with him in a room and talk to him uh yeah Although I would interview him at, at, please, Christopher, come on the show and prove me wrong. But Best in Show is about these weird-ass folks who go to dog shows with their dogs, right? That's what yep. it's about. And that's as simple as that. And I enjoy the hell out of it. If it's ever on, I always watch it. Best in Show is one of my favorite animal films. And i don't think it's not it's not a downer it's not sarcastic like some of the other ones i mean there is but there's a lot of heart to it don't you guys think it's 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 a kind of an upbeat film it is i mean you know for example other than parker posey and uh oh what is it michael hitchcock is that his name uh I, yeah maybe yeah uh yeah michael hitchcock uh, their characters whatever whatever happens to them what ends up happening to them i'm okay with but you know michael uh john michael higgins and michael mckeon's characters christopher mm -hmm. guest um you know i root for all of them in that movie yeah and now granted i, I really did when i when i was watching the movie it was kind of like, even though i don't watch dog shows you do develop your favorite character you're like oh man i hope they win and i think that was one of the, the one of the most awesome aspects of the film is you kind of get dug into it like you forget that these are actors and by the way one thing joe didn't mention is it's mostly ad-lib too which no, is amazing I, that, that, that's actually what i said at first these movies oh, are I'm sorry, they, I'm, they do they do a, they don't have a script they, they just they have, have a structure they have an outline yeah yeah i didn't hear you say that's okay james now i know what it feels like to be you buddy <laughs> oh my god that was the perfect response to that by the way is that is that i, I was muting y'all i was i was doing something else is that okay is this saying on are we yeah. still doing this well is on? i mean malo my malo notice story is pretty pretty sad so i thought i'd come no. i don't think anybody was harmed during the sh shooting of best in show yeah, Who's i don't up? think so uh i guess it's me so i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this uh same thing for this next one where i put two and two together and ask your opinion on which one you prefer not the same year granted so don't anybody get in a tizzy but um sea biscuit or the other award-winning horse racing movie that everybody's aware of hot to trot i actually really like sea biscuit i'm gonna have to say sea biscuit i should have said actually, secretariat <laughs> nobody i've never seen secretariat uh, uh sea biscuit actually is is a story that has some weight to it because if you read in the history and if you read the book once again book it was a book you should read the book the book I, actually I can't read the book actually goes into detail about how and the movie alludes to it but none of that should have worked yeah. none of it made sense nobody that was involved with sea biscuit including sea biscuit itself accomplished anything else in their entire life after that moment like the jockey that was too big played by toby mcguire who was blind in one eye and all yeah. of that stuff 
that was his crowning moment. That was it. He, I mean, he went on to live. He went on to do stuff. Well, he didn't live forever. No, no, he's 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 dead now. I mean, don't spoiler. Uh, but turns out he you can't live to be 180. But anyway, uh, well, most people can. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah the James um, James what? nothing. I was just wanting you to finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I was going to talk about hot to try. <laughs> Well, I just, but I, I do want to say. Sea Biscuit is an extremely well-made film. Can I be honest with you all? Uh, and if you've ever been to Lexington, I, Kentucky and driven on Man of War, you've driven on its father. What were you going to say, Chad? Out of all three movies, it's actually, I don't know how it ever got past me. I have not seen Secretariat. I mean, uh, seen, uh, I'm not sorry, Sea Biscuit. And I've by the way, seen. today is the running of the oak trees or something i don't know it all gets confusing to me i don't know i'm born and raised in kentucky i don't know jack shit about horses i don't really particularly care about horses they're kind of pretty to look at from afar but do either one of you have kind of a oh my god it's a horse no i've never understood it i don't get it either i also don't care for birds for some odd reason i think they're weird and don't want them in my house why did why do people want them as pets and i love to look at fish in other people's houses that's yeah. another one. No, I'm so far. I'm agreeing with you, which I don't. I don't. I, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I I like. I love those coral, big one. You know the fish tanks with the coral reefs and the saltwater tanks. Those are beautiful in other people's homes. You know what's better yeah. than a saltwater tank? What saltwater taffy? You ever have any of that? It's oh good. yeah, good some good stuff. Chad and I got some in Virginia Beach a couple of times. By, yeah. by the way, Chad, I should boxes have- of it actually. It stayed in my hanging office for years. I, I should have asked for a clarification, Chad. When you said Seabiscuit, did you mean the more recent film or the Shirley Temple film? I meant the more recent one. I did not know Shirley Temple made a movie called 1949. The story. I don't think they're allowed to ride Shirley Temple. I she mean, played the horse. Um, I'm, I'm not going to touch that. There was also a 1939 documentary called Seabiscuit. So there you oh, go. There Is you it go. about Shirley Temple? No, no, it's not about Shirley Temple. Well, it could be. I haven't seen the 1939 documentary, but I'm going to go ahead and place even money that it's not about Shirley Temple. Hmm. All right. By the way, I made yeah. a mistake. I said that Man O' War was Seabiscuit's father. That is erroneous. It was Seabiscuit's grandfather. Yeah, I knew he was part of the lineage, but I don't keep up with any of that stuff. Either one of you all watched the Derby today? No. Uh, my wife did neither uh she she was visiting my mother-in-law um not my mother my mother-in-law uh and and yeah she she did and did well yeah i just i don't care to watch horses run around in a circle I, however keeneland I and and to go for a day at the horse races and watch them do that and bet is is fun i just happen to never do it, it well and my entire thing you know what would make it more fun drinking no Less people. Yeah, it's yes. really crowded. It's really yeah. that, crowded. The opening and closing title. If you go in the middle, it might be doable. But the open that first opening and that closing, it's just miserable. Yeah, it's crowded. Yeah, it's true. All right. Oh, hot to trot. Did you have something to say about hot to trot? No, let, let's just go best. <laughs> no, no, I demand. I, just, I, I really know. I, I just, want I, to know about hot to trot and your I opinion. don't have much to talk about it. It's just I really enjoyed it. And you know, granted, Bobcat Goldway. It, he he claimed it's not a claim it did it ruined his career for a while um he had he had to fight his way back up and he did so spectacularly in my opinion bobcat goldthwaite in my opinion is one of the most underappreciated filmmakers of our current time and i would love to see him make more it's just he he is literally independent he builds up enough money to make it the movie that he wants and then does it so we we never know when we're going to get a new bobcat goldthwaite film but yeah, uh, yeah I, I as a kid I loved Hot to Trot. I just loved Bobcat. Hey, I was I've always been a big Bobcat fan, even yep. when he was this main manic crazy man. Uh now more so as a filmmaker than anything, which that's one of those spectacular well, transitions. Well, they're not all winners, but they do have a distinct uh, all we talk yeah, about. Yeah, they're not all here, winners, but, but you he know, does have a distinct voice. And he does he have always, a distinct voice. Yeah, yeah. World's greatest dad is a good movie. Uh what's the one say, yeah. with Joel Murray? Oh, uh, where he kills everyone something america damn it if you uh, hadn't if you hadn't said that, it, that's a great movie yeah that uh, is a that is absolutely hilarious do, yeah. do you know by the way chad do you know the director of hot to trot what he went on to do no please tell me 
Michael Dinner. God uh, bless America. I was going to say God bless America. God bless America. Movie. Good movie. Uh, Very good movie. Michael Dinner, before he made Hot to Trot, made Heaven Help Us, an offbeat, and then made Hot to Trot. And it seemed to slow down his career, but he went on to uh, direct 19 episodes of The Wonder Years, five episodes of Chicago Hope, three episodes of Early Edition. Let me jump forward, though, because this is when it gets interesting to me. In 2008, he directed an episode of Sons of Anarchy. Then he went to Law and Order, to Justified, to Masters of Sex, to Sneaky Pete. And uh, uh, this year, he's directed two episodes of the Mayan, uh, Mayan's MC, the uh, Sons of Anarchy spinoff. So he's still out there directing. It just seems like it's a little bit darker material that he's directing. Yeah, which isn't a bad I, thing i enjoyed most of those series I actually really like sneaky Pete. yeah and i mean it had bobcat it had dabney goldman it had john candy doing it had virgis meredith doing another voice and it had virginia madsen the horse fly right what who does the voice of the horse fly oh he, he well burgess meredith plays the dad oh who passes away who then gets resurrected as a, as horse, a horse fly, fly. okay yeah I, the nuances yeah. were lost on me. Yeah. You know uh, who was a uh, script doctor on that, right? He's not creative, but you know who, who was a script doctor on that? No, please enlighten me. Andy Breckman. Now, Andy Breckman, you would know for writing such films as Sergeant Bilko and Rat Race. I actually like Sergeant Bilko. I do, <laughs> the too. Steve Martin. I kind of like Martin Rat film. Race. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I did not care. For that, that. The ending of Rat Race ugh. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out. That these people, you're right though. A lot of these people took a hit, but he was brought in as a script doctor to try to fix that. And it yeah, did as, not necessarily as Bobcat as he as he admits in interviews uh, when anybody brings it up that it put him in what he called comedy jail for years, and it, it was it was a long struggle just to get off the 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 horror that the Hot to Trot was. But as a kid, I love that movie. Now I'll be this is unlike K9, which I still enjoy. I watched Hot to Trot when I was an adult and it was some parts of it were lost on me, <laughs> but uh, I did, I did want to, we have not been able to talk about Hot to Trot yet. And I wanted to be able to do that. So I am done. James, what do you got? You know, I, I, I was trying to think of a, a animal in a movie that stuck with me and, and that it serves a huge part in the plot. And I have to give credit to Precious from Silence of the Lambs. Oh my God. I thought you were going to talk about Precious, the, the movie. Yeah, I'm like, I was, what? No, what? no. There's no way. Other than the pig feet she has to eat with the hair on it. I'm like, oh my God, James, what are you doing? The dog in Silence of the Lambs, if I remember correctly, is called Precious. And that dog, I'll be honest, I was saying about this because if you watch the Clarice series, the dog pops up in a couple episodes because the dog ends up being taken by one of the victims. And and because that's kind of their coping mechanism. Is it a pug? Isn't it a poodle? I don't remember. I, I, it's it's uh, it's a fluffy dog. I just I'm not a dog expert in my but I don't think it's a poodle either. I think I'm wrong there. It's it's a uh, I've got friends that own that type of dog and they're gonna scream at me later I, for not remembering. Is what it, it is. a Phoebe GB something like that? Um, I actually have watched dog shows. Chad's like, I've never watched. I was like, I actually do. I don't I do it all the time, but that's always go. Oh my God. The cute puppies. If they had Fred Willard actually commentating the dog shows, I would watch it. But none of that commentary actually happens in a dog show. It's a, you're, you're yeah. right. It's a, it's, and I may be mispronouncing this, but it's a Bichon freeze. Yeah. It's like a, heebie, a I almost um, said a heebie jeebie, but it's a feeble. Yeah. I can't say it, but that's what it, I would. So the set, I, I actually knew what that was. And that's sad. Which sounds like a fancy name, coffee. The dog's dog name, name was indeed Precious, so I was right about that. I, I actually double-checked this. Um, in the movie, the dog's actual name, by the way, was Darla, and I want to actually point this out. Darla had an entire film career kicking off with a 1985 film. Would you like to guess what 1985 film this uh, dog was in, Chad? Don't guess, uh, dude. I, 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 uh, no idea. Pee-wee's Runaway Train. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. Jumped from Pee Wee's Big Adventure to do what is one of the most underrated Tom Hanks films of all time. Uh, Tom Hanks films of all time, The Burbs. Yeah. Oh, he's the yeah. little dog. Is he Arthur's dog? The, yep. sh- the shitting on the yard. Yep. And he and his dog go missing, or is he? Or, or is it Arthur that goes missing? What of you all that knows the Burbs better than me? 
1991 did Silence of the Lands, and that would be the last film before the dog took retirement. Darla retired in 1992 and died later that year. But I that's what happens when you retire. You don't have work to go to. You just fall dead. (laughs) Nothing to do with being a 17 year old dog. Nope, nope. It it would have just kept working. If If he'd have kept working, if he'd have had another movie to shoot, if Joe Dante hadn't ruined his career, if Peter O'Toole just would have kept working. Yep. Um, do you know how they actually trained the dog? And this is not true for just Silence of the Lambs. They he, said he was going to die if he didn't do it. No, they trained the dog was obsessed with stealing socks. So when they needed the dog to run somewhere, they would put a sock on set, and the dog would run toward the sock, trying to get the sock. Hmm. So uh, this, the tra- it's a training method called stealing socks. You can look it up. I'm, I'm not making that up. That being said, it's not a pet movie, but I, that that scene of her down in the well looking up and the dog looking down at her. I can't think of that movie without thinking of that dog, which means that dog was very effective in that film for some reason in my warped little mind. So FYI, it is precious, but the dog's actual name was Darla. And I want to add to that, as I'm talking about dogs, I'll do a two for kind of like Chad. Uh, I also want to say, to break a little bit from movies, I've got to give credit to Eddie in Frasier. Eddie is one of the most important characters in the Frasier sitcom. I, I don't care what anybody says. That show, I, I know they're bringing it back. Obviously, Eddie will not be Agreed. part of it. And neither but, will John. Uh, yeah. Yeah. N- yeah. Neither will uh, his father. Um, yeah. The man. John Mahoney. John Mahoney. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have that both was, ceased to be. Well, and actually, the original Eddie um, had to retire and it was played, replaced by his own son. But the dog didn't die. The original Eddie did not pass away till the last thing. A uh, couple pieces of trivia about this, and you can look me up, verify that I'm right if you so choose. Eddie but was an asshole, right? John Mahoney hated that dog. Sorry, especially the funny. original Eddie. And the original Eddie, they brought back on the last day of filming so he could take his bow, so to speak. And Eddie also hated his own son, the original Eddie, and I forget the dog's actual name. But yeah. he did actually hate his own son as well. They could not be. It was like having uh, Joan Crawford and or not. Um, who are the two famous? Joan people? Crawford and Betty Davis. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I was on the right track. Yeah, it, it was like having them on set. They said you couldn't have them together, even though they obviously were connected by literal blood. It didn't matter. So I wanted to bring those up though, because neither of those projects are about those animals but they add something to those films. Now, you're absolutely right, man. You really are. You're right. Frazier, there is a good joke about every other episode, a good Eddie joke, and not not a decent, a good one. Like a (laughs) good Eddie joke. Well, and I've been- And his fight with Frazier for what, 11 years? Well, as I was saying, I've been watching it as I've watched the, I've been re-watching it. I put it on the background when I grade and stuff. And the end credit things- probably about a third of them are just eddie staring but they're like you said they're hilarious because that's the entire thing the first episode frazier says i hate that dog all it does is stare yeah and then i was watching something probably i'm probably six seasons in just having it play in the background now and the literally the episode ends with niall sitting there do it trying to do something on the couch or something and it's just eddie staring yeah but it's funny because it's eddie and that means that they have built more of a character for that dog than a lot of sitcom actors get. Yeah. Agreed. Whose turn is it? Yours. What? All right. Well, I don't really, those were the ones I have. The, the only last one I'd like to talk about. And since I didn't know if we were doing animated, but one of you, I was James opened the box on that. Yeah. So there's a ton of Disney movies that are about animals. But I got kind of there is one that I'm surprised you didn't bring up. But go ahead. Which one? It's about a certain cat from outer space. That was <laughs> the cat of... from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's just a. I know that's not a good movie. It's just I have fond memories of it. Um, childhood memories. I, I and back to fond memories. My son really likes uh, Ratatouille, and I enjoy Ratatouille, and it has a good message about learning who you are and working that dream till it happens even if you're a rat that's really all i want to say about it i think most people know the plot of ratatouille but remy has a dream 
and he's more talented than the guy who he's controlling, Linguini, who's an idiot, who doesn't have a lot of talent. But he can, he he can ride on some roller skates like some bitch. Yeah, at the end of the movie, Chad's right. He's very good at serving on roller skates. I think that's the only thing in the whole movie that shows that he's any good at, though, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, it he, really is. That's the only thing that the whole I'm serious. Movie, that movie yeah. doesn't. I mean, I don't think he's an idiot. I said he's an idiot, but he's not talented at anything until the end of the movie, and it's riding on roller skates, serving people. Yeah. Yeah. He, he might be able to run a business. I mean, they seem to be pretty successful. I guess it's, I mean, it's, let's face it, rats aren't really cooking your meal yeah maybe they are i don't know go ahead if, if you've had wendy's chili you probably you probably that's well, you've eaten rat yeah and fingers <laughs> um rat fingers i you know by the way i had a peppercorn by the way <laughs> uh, by the way wendy's if you want to sponsor us we're sorry we just blew that um yeah that's true by sorry the way, do, you, do you think there's uh question one more thing what is it about classic Hanna-Barbera animation that made them so reliant on dogs because the Flintstones had Dino yeah uh the Jetsons had Astro and I know technically Chad before you start I know Dino's technically not a dog he's a dinosaur that being said well you also have have, uh Scooby-Doo uh you have Dino Mutt you have a uh, foofer. I don't know. There's a ton of them. Hong what Kong is it about Fui. dogs that just work with animation? Hong Kong Fooey. Well, yeah, but he's not a normal dog. But he's the number one super guy. He's he's more or less the um. Oh, uh, I don't think. And by the way, I don't think that that re- that revolves around them uh, relying on dogs, uh, other than them recycling the same thing over and over and over and over again. Hence why. Scooby-Doo was Scooby-Doo, and then you had Jabberjaw, and then you had Captain Caveman and the team. Uh, what was his? Uh, what was his? Uh, crime fighting band. Oh, the kids. Yeah, I don't know the. Uh, no, that's just that's just Hannah yeah, I don't even remember. Just trying to make so many the Teenage Angels. I want. I, I'm sure I'm probably that wrong. That sounds right. Teen Angels or something. Something like that's that. Nice. But yeah, no, that was just Hannah Barbera and going. How much more can we milk this for? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. It, it seems like a, a, a easy way out to throw a dog in something and make it humanize people. Like even the thin man had their dog. Right? Oh God. Yeah, they did. I forgot the name of the dog though. Oh, it's uh Oh, Oh, hold on. It'll come to me because it's a uh, Nick and Nora Charles and the dog is Nick and Nora Charles. It wasn't anything spectacular. It was a fairly normal dog name. And I'm already, and just like with God bless America, I'm blanking. Yeah. Oh, it's going to aggravate me now, but it'll come to me randomly. Um, no, there, there is one movie, James. That, uh, uh, do you have another one you want to mention? Because I'm, I'm going to be, uh, if you, after you mention yours, I'm going to jump in because I'll be surprised if you don't mention the one that was on my list. Um. If you say comment from Full House, I'll punch you in the throat. No. <laughs> is that an actual if thing? It, I'm sure it is. Was, I didn't watch Full House. Um, I will say this. I know the, the dog Asta, who played Asta. Comet. The dog's name is Asta in The Thin Man. Thin oh, Man yeah. Because the line is, Asta, you're not a terrier. You're a police dog. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you, James. I don't know. Watch The Thin, Thin Man. Man. It's a good movie. I, I will Actually, say this. Watch all of them. I know yeah. Comet from Full House, uh, the same dog. Uh, was in a movie where Matthew Modine was a dad who dies and he gets resurrected in the in a Labrador retriever who is Comet from Full House, just painted brown. Oh, is that like uh, because it's one of the last uh, times I'm allowed to to mention um, a certain actor? But my daughter actually really loves or loved. I don't know if she still likes it or not, but for I mean, she watched it multiple times. My wife took her to sit in the theater. Uh, the Kevin Spacey to a cat movie, Nine Lives. I, think <laughs> I never called. saw it. That's directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, right? That was yeah. That, so you've actually seen it? Joe? I've never seen we, it. We I have it, it on Blu-ray. So I've never it, seen it. So if I'm not mistaken, that movie bombed terribly, and it pretty much ruined Barry Sonnenfeld's directing career. I mean, he still produces, but he hasn't directed a movie since that one. 
Yeah, it was. Was it that? Well, I don't think that one was the biggest bomb. Is it was? Uh, what's oh? The and by the big... way, I need to I need to pause here because what's the Jim one with Tim the... Allen? Big Trouble. Big Cause Trouble. Because it, it was all about a, bo- a bomb on a plane, and it came out. That's right the one. After 9/11. I, yeah, I think the only movie he made after that was Nine Lives. And by the way, Big Trouble, I still it's flawed, but it's entertaining. Is it's, I, so I watched it and didn't care for it, and he defends it, it to this day. And maybe I, I need I to enjoyed go back. It. I enjoyed it, and it just, uh, my opinion is, I don't think it would have made it would have been a huge success, but it just came out at the worst possible time. And why a studio would do that? Just put yeah. it on the shelf for a few years, assholes. But no, they put. They, uh, no, we're going to full steam ahead. By the way, Nine Lives did okay. Uh, it cost thirty million to make, and it made fifty-seven point eight yeah. domestically. But it was. I want to say though. I want to say it was released internationally, and I need to say this for the benefit of our, our good friend Glenn. Um, in Australia, if you're listening to us from Australia, you'll know this film by its proper title there of Mister Fuzzy Pants. Mister <laughs> Fuzzy Pants. I wonder if it did better in Australia with that title. I don't know, but I love the cast on it. I mean, Chris. Oh no, Walton. the cast is amazing. Uh, Christopher Walken, yeah. Jennifer Gardner, uh, you know, it's, 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 and it's, it's basically, I mean, but uh, it's a redemption story effectively, right? I, I mean, no, really I haven't seen one. it. I was kind of curious if either one of y'all had, because I, I, uh, it came up when we were thinking about, it. I'm like, I'm gonna put this on the list. See if either one of y'all had watched it because it did. I thought it, I thought it pretty much put a stall to Barry Sonnenfeld's directorial career because I, of that. I think it, well, I, I don't know. I think it, um, I think it probably hurt Kevin Spacey's career more. I don't hear him doing a lot of stuff now. Pause. That's what did it. That's um, what did it. It's about a, uh, he, he, uh, Spacey plays a workaholic who's ruined his first marriage. He and his son don't talk. They don't do anything. And you'll, you'll have to forgive me. I'm, I'm doing this off of half remembered, but basically it's, uh, um, it, it ends up being that he he dies, but he comes back as a cat, and he doesn't want to be a cat. His consciousness is trapped inside a cat's body while he's in a coma. He's not dead. He's in a coma. My bad. Um, but anyway, yeah, it, it's just about him having to do certain things to do what he needs to do to become human again or to do set things. Or I'll be honest, I haven't seen it, but my daughter used to watch about once a week. Yeah. No worries. Um, but uh. By the way, uh, to bounce off to your uh, question about Comet, I did want to bring this up real quick. My childhood dog that I loved more than anything on TV was not Comet from Full House. It actually was Buck Bundy from Married with Children. I always loved Buck. He oh, always yeah. had the great, in, in my opinion, is with And hey, you know Children. what Buck was here to do, Chad? Oh, I'm not going down that road to pay his taxes. That's right. Buck paid his taxes because he's a good American. Yep. Right. I don't, Buck Bundy, in my opinion, always had the best sight gags in Married with Children. So, and there's also a there's also a great, great episode where they had, they have a switch in the house, and they can't figure out what it's doing, and they end up tearing the house, and they still can't figure out what they're doing. And at the end of the house, at the end of the episode, it turns out it's the it's the light in Buck's uh, doghouse, and he's going yeah. crazy because they keep turning it on and off. By the way, yeah, that's that's comedy. I just realized Barry Sonnenfeld has a unique directing history. He really does. Adam's Family, Adam's Family Value, For Love or Money, Get Shorty, Men in Black, Wild Wild West, yep. Big Trouble, Men in Black 2, RV, Men in Black 3, and Nine Lives. Yeah, he, he actually started working in porn. We could do a whole episode yeah. on Barry's. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to talk about Barry's. Yeah, but yeah, he did He did uh, start out in porn. And then I, just he, find, yeah. I just find his, uh, his, his interest in what he produced and executive produced is fascinating too, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, that it was a shame that the tick Amazon show got canceled. It was actually heading somewhere really interesting and they canceled it before it got there. Uh, but no, um, so I'm, uh, I do want to do one quick mention. I won't go into it too much, but, uh, when we were talking about animal movies, this one was on, this was the one I wanted to mention the voices with Ryan Reynolds. I oh, thoroughly yeah. enjoy, uh, yes, I, that, that one's fun. Yeah. It's a, it's about a guy who has mental issues and he talks to his pets and they're they're all voiced by ryan reynolds and they they're telling him to do terrible terrible things it's it's worth watching if you haven't seen it but i, I want to skip that because uh there is one i want to mention that i'm surprised james didn't mention off the top of the list when we're talking about animal movies pet movies a boy and his dog 
Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. I should have that one. <laughs> I mean, but my problem is I don't think the dog's the pet. I think the boy's the pet. Yeah, either way it works. It's still an it's still an animal and pet movie, and it's worth mentioning. It's hard. It's how oh, man is it it's the an, best? It's an interesting movie. I don't think it's very good. I love the now, and if you're if you're a do y'all know what I mean? It's an I'm, interesting movie. I don't I'm, know that it's the best film. My problem with me with that movie was it was really great for me entertaining wise until they went into the the subterranean area, and then it kind of just lost me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the uh um the, the, the there's an entire backstory by the way about the closing line and Harlan Ellison being mad at uh who was who directed that? Oh it doesn't uh, matter. LQ Jones. LQ yeah. Jones directed it. Um and he he the, he did the screenplay as well and he put in a kind of a pun last line and Harlan Ellison never let it go because he said it wasn't necessary. The movie was what it was. Um if you're a fan of it, I would say, A, read the story, obviously. But there is a series. Um, it's one of the only things that Harlan Nelson did a couple follow-ups to. because the boy and his dog. Bloods are over. Uh, and, um, oh, uh, let's see. Bloods are over and Run, Spot, Run. And Egg Sucker. Speaking of Egg Sucking. Egg Sucker is a follow-up story. I'm so- serious. It's like the worst thing a dog could do was suck eggs, according to all those Westerns I watched as a kid or was made to watch as a child. Um, so the, uh, there is, and and there was actually LQ Jones wanted to do a sequel called a girl and her dog. Um, it never happened, um, because the dog that played blood, he wanted to use the same dog died and he didn't want to have to retrain another dog. I don't know the full story there, but no, you're right, Chad. It is, it is. I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I think it's one of those things that I love Harlan Nelson on the shelf right over here um that being said i I agree with that are you talking about the stephen king quote you didn't ruin my book it's right over there on the shelf yeah well that and and it's one of those things that i love Harlan nelson i know we're getting uh what is it uh it's not love and robots what's the name of the show show on netflix Uh, oh uh bro oh man i want to say sex lies and robots but that's not it either it's keep talking yeah, it doesn't matter we're love, death and, love death and robots there you yeah. go we're getting finally another Harlan Nelson adaptation they're doing life hutch which is one of my favorite stories so we'll see if they mess it up and i have and to and, and, and in my opinion love death and robots has done uh the, that first season is amazing i don't see how they can mess it i up. hope i hope they don't mess up life hutch because life hutch is a story about absolute fear like if it's done correctly you should actually spend 12 minutes on the edge of your seat just assuming everybody's dead uh, I love Life Hutch. That being said, I say that to say there's been about four or five adaptations of Harlan Ellison, and amongst all of them, two are good. The problem is they're not one product. If you smush them all together, um, there was the adaptation done for Masters of Science Fiction. Um, Which is directed by Two Fiction. Takes, Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, I, I, love the, uh, I love that. It's just so hard to adapt and capture everything that Harlan Ellison does. And I think that's what a boy and his dog suffers from as well. It's just, there's so much going on in that story. And the story itself is really short. It's not a novel. It's, it's well, yeah. yeah. So there's just too much going on. It's really hard. It's kind of like trying to adapt uh, Repent Harlequin or something. It's, it's, right. it's hard. All right, guys, we're wrapping up. I mean, the jelly bean tying could be phenomenal. Shh, cat. Oh, hey, it's yes. appropriate. See, the cat's here at the end of our pet episode. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's down marketing. Here. That means my son is still awake because she doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. Anybody else got any more animal movies? Are we good? I mean, I mean, there's tons of... Uh, I, my problem, actually, and this is how what I had the issue approaching this episode, is that there are so many movies with animals but there's not any movie that I think defines everything that we could talk about. So I don't have any more because I think yeah. we could do another episode where we talk about angry animals and talk about how, or why do and, I root for the, and, the animal and, and Lake Placid? And why, why do I told me to, and why do I like man's best friend over Cujo? 
That's do you really? No. I was about to say. No. <laughs> I liked Man's Best Friend. I enjoyed it when it came I did, out. I don't did remember. I. It's got Lance Henriksen in it. Um, but yeah. Or we could do we could do nature amok Hold on, this films the, for two episodes of those. Yeah. Hold on. Let, let me let me pretend to be James. Joe, ask me which one I prefer, Man's Best Friend or Cujo. Which one do you prefer? Cujo? Or I want to say something else smart, but I can't think of anything. Man's best friend. Uh, I prefer the English patient. Well, of course. Uh, no, the answer <laughs> is the dogs from the pack, you idiot. <laughs> I'll also accept Devil Dog, The Hound of Hell. His I answer, heard those films work. In all fairness, his answer still would have been Bingo. Bingo <laughs> was his name Oh. I mean, Bingo does have some terror parts in it. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly the plot. All right. Well, this has been Bonehead Weekly. If you disagree with us. How about the breed? We would love to hear you. <laughs> we didn't even talk about White Dog. Pet Cemetery 2? We talked about White Dog a few weeks ago. I know. No, we talked about it off camera, if I remember right. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, if you don't know anything, we could do a whole episode on Sam Fuller, who is a fascinating filmmaker. And a man on his own right. How All about right. Chopper from Stand By Me? He pretty intimidating. This has been Bonehead Weekly. <laughs>